get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on GoToDobbs.com today. Tanner Hendrickson, I'm Brandon Kylie. Always like catching up with the Eno Saris of The Athletic. He's joining us now here on BK and Ferrario via the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Eno, we appreciate the time as always, man. From what I understand, you spent some time down at the Arizona Fall League. Uh, let, let's start there. What did you see, especially from the Cardinals headliners down there with Tink Hintz, Jordan Walker, and Mason Wynn? I didn't see any of Tink, uh, although that is an amazing name. Um, <laughs> I did see a fair amount of Jordan Walker and Mason Wynn, and, um, you know, they're, they're super athletic, and uh, I think they're going to be great. It, it'd be amazing, though, if you could smush the two into one player, uh, you'd have, like, Mike Trout or something. <laughs> um, I think Jordan Walker is going to have some swing and miss in his game. Um, and Mason Wynn doesn't really have uh, that power that, that Walker has. Uh, but I do think that they will be at least uh, Major League average regulars, if not uh, kind of all-stars uh, in their best years. So I uh, really liked what I saw from them, uh, and uh, the future looks bright. It's nice that, you know, the Cardinals just keep turning out position players. They're so good at that. Well, the good news, though, you know, is that when you put both of them in the lineup at the same time, that is like Mike yeah, Trout playing the for them. Thing. So yeah. you're, just, you're clogging up two spots in your batting order. Uh, I think the big thing right now, you know, in St. Louis is Cardinals fans are, are under the assumption that Jordan Walker is probably going to make this team out of spring training because they desperately need his bat and him to be an outfielder for this team. I guess my question to you is, do you feel like he's ready to be the everyday outfielder and bat in the lineup for the Cardinals? Yeah, I do. I do. I mean, I think he might strike out, you know, 26, 27% of the time, but he has a really good eye and he's going to hit for power. Uh, he looks fine out in the outfield. So, um, you know, the closest comp I've seen is basically Dylan Carlson with power. Um, but he may, uh, he may swing and miss a little bit, but he has, he has a similar eye to Carlson. He just has a lot more power uh, than Carlson. So I, I think that's an interesting situation, though, because if you have Walker in there, You've got Tyler O'Neill coming back. You've got Carlson. You've got a bit of a crowded outfielder. I really like Lars Nootbaar, too. So uh, I wonder if that's going to be an opportunity for them to make a trade uh, over the next couple weeks. And that's what I wanted to get to next, because I, I think that's exactly what it potentially leads to a sport, especially as you look at the catching market, which is somewhere that they're going to be, of course, very interested in Sean Murphy or Alejandro Kirk. You're you're maybe closer with the A situation than we are, certainly, Eno. What do you think the A's are going to be looking for if they end up trading Sean Murphy this offseason? 
they they always trade for the same thing. They always want uh, guys who are close to contributing at the major league level. They are not into your 17-year-old at low A. Um, and that's just uh, who they are. The nice thing with the Cardinals is they usually have a bunch of guys like that. Um, you know, Newbar could be a part of that package uh, because he's got all these years of control. He's, uh, he's going to be cheaper than Murphy. Uh, and, you know, there, there would have to be other pieces to the package, but Newbar is their type of player. The only thing that I wonder about here in Oakland is there's a, just a constant debate about whether or not this is different than usual. If it's usual for Oakland right now, then they're going to start building and they're going to start buying little pieces here and there and adding to the team and trying to be competitive in the next couple of years. That's what Billy Bean does. He spends all the money he's given and he tries to be competitive in any given year. But if it's a more of a teardown situation because they don't have a park and they're, they're trying to tank, uh, then, then Murphy will be traded. So I'm not, you know, I'm not sure exactly which way it's going to go. There's basically uh, what we writers debate uh, every time we have free time is, is, you know, how weird is this? Because if you just go back three, four, five years, uh, they did tear it down for one year, and then they started building right away after that. Do you think something like one of Gorman or Newt Barr plus like a Gordon Graceffo, is that the kind of deal that you think it would take to get at one of Murphy or Kirk? Um, I think that might be more exciting for the uh, the A's than the than the Blue Jays, but there is another opportunity with the Blue Jays is to uh, go one lower and go with Gabriel Moreno, um, who's you know he's he's their other catcher, their their prospect catcher. He's a, he hasn't shown that he can uh, he has the bat on the major league level, but he has the arm. And we are going to go into a season right now where they've changed a bunch of rules and the size of the bases, and they're going to be more. There's going to be more running. So maybe Moreno's arm is something that uh, they could trade for in a smaller package. So, you know, bigger package, uh, you know, with Gorman in it uh, would get uh, the A's interested. Uh, but they also want they kind of want like four or five players. That's the, the A's, you know. Uh, so there had to be a couple pieces around that. But if it was built around Gorman and had another couple pieces in it, the A's could be interested. You know, is there a catcher that you feel like makes the most sense for the Cardinals, whether it is free agent or via trade? I mean, I love Murphy. If you can get Murphy, he does everything. He hits for power. He's a great receiver, and I've seen him work, and he's, he's got really diligent work ethic. So I think that's, you know, that's number one on your list. And the Cardinals have done this before where they've packaged guys to, to get, you know, exactly what they want because they keep turning out, like I said, they keep turning out position players. So, so do this. If, if the A's will, uh, will come to, to talk, then do that. Do the Murphy deal. As you look towards this offseason, the Cardinals are probably going to be in, I, I think, the relief market for sure. And maybe the starting pitching market, I think more likely via trade there than it would be uh, in the free agency market. Are there any relievers, you know, from your research this year, what you saw from them, whatever, that you think, hey, that that's a guy that could be really interesting, not at the complete top end of the market, but a guy that could be in that like eight to ten million dollar range for the Cardinals? First off, there is there is something has to be done on the pitching end. Um, and I know that uh, Mozilliak said some things about, you know, we, we sort of built our, our, our team to to to, to build to work on soft contact. They had the third or second worst strikeout rate in baseball last year as a staff. And he said, we, you know, we built it this way on purpose. The problem is now we're just, we just outlawed the shift, right? And we're, so we're going into a season now 
where there's going to be a premium on striking batters out. Because if you let the ball in play, there are, you can no longer play uh, your, your defenders to, to gobble up those, uh, those balls in play. And so there's going to be a real premium on striking guys out. And I think you saw some of it in the postseason where, you know, more strikeouts would have been good. So uh, I think he sh- they should be thinking about if they need to do something more in the rotation and in the bullpen. Um, in the bullpen, you know, one thing that's interesting is uh, there's some older guys that might be available on one-year deals um, that my model that it looks at Stuff Plus says they still have their stuff. Now, I don't know if there's a stomach for someone like Aroldis Chapman, and his, his command was league worst. Uh, so that was why he was so bad last year, but he still had his stuff. But somebody like Craig, Craig Kimbrell, who was uh, not – you know, I know he – he was a Cub, and I know there's history there. But, uh, you, know, you know, if you could get him for a one-year deal, uh, my stuff number said the stuff was still there, and you wouldn't be putting pressure on him to be the closer necessarily. You imagine, you know, you're running Craig Kimbrell out in the seventh. That might be a real upgrade for the Cardinals. You know, I want to go back to the starting rotation because we've talked about it, and, you know, the big names that are available free agency, none of us believe that the Cardinals are going to be swimming in those markets. But if they're going to find a starting pitcher, do you feel like it has to be an ace? Or do you feel like they can get away with just getting maybe somebody who could be a 3-4-5 in their rotation? You know, I hate this free agent market for the Cardinals. <laughs> I hate it for pitching, too. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a tough one. Um, I really, you know, there's some, there's some back-end guys that wouldn't be that big of an upgrade. You know, like a Jameson Tyon, he's a good pitcher, but, you know, is he worth the money uh, to upgrade for the upgrade that he would provide in the back end of the rotation? He's not necessarily a one or two. And then the one or twos are, are you know, Jacob Dugram, you know, a lot of, a lot of guys with some, some injury uh, risk, you know, cause for Doan. So, you know, are you going to go with the injury risk? It might be an interesting idea to go with someone who has injury risk because the thinking is the Cardinals have five guys now. What if you throw Carlos Rodon in the mix? So you get basically an ace who strikes people out and is left-handed. Remember, the shift helps left-handers hit. So if you get a left-handed ace, that's really that's like two birds with one stone. So Carlos Rodon, big strikeouts. If he's hurt, you have the internal depth to do it. So I like Carlos Rodon that way. And then an underrated guy, I think, who's out there is Nate Evaldi, but he was given the qualifying offer, so... Some teams are just going to shy away from that. We're talking to Eno Saris of The Athletic here on 101 ESPN. Follow him on Twitter at Eno underscore Saris. S-A-R-R-I-S is how you spell his last name on Twitter as well. Uh, Eno, the other thing that I wanted to ask you about was, uh, speaking of the starting pitching, because we we would like to see them upgrade there as well. It's just a question of who. Like, where do you find that guy? A couple of players that we have referenced a few times as potential trade targets, if they're available, Lucas Giolito potentially with the White Sox. And then I, I don't think this guy is going to be available. But if Shane Bieber was put on the market by the Guardians, I, I think he certainly would help them. How do you feel about those guys? And are there other pitchers on the trade market potentially that you think could make sense for them? You know, the rumors are more it's Zach Plezak and not Shane yeah. Bieber. And I, and I would not I would not trade for Zach Plezak. Um I would also just personally not probably trade for Lucas Giolito because um, you know, he had a big uh, downturn in spin rate at a certain time, mm. um, and uh, he lost a bunch of ride on his fastball. And really, in my stuff numbers, was uh, below average stuff uh, last year and had, took a real downturn in stuff. So, uh, I, you know, I, unless I saw something in spring training or uh, had, some, had some insight to uh, what his movement looked like on his pitches in the offseason, 
uh, which you can't really do when he's still under contract for somebody else, right? <laughs> so, um, you know, I don't think that that's a really good option. Pablo Lopez, you know, is, uh, is, is continually in the rumors. Uh, he has a really good changeup. Uh, slider's pretty good. Uh, you know, I think he's, I think he's like a two, three, uh, and not a one, two. So I would prefer just to use money and get Carlos Rodon, but Pablo Lopez is a guy, uh, that might, that might fit. You know, big picture here. What would you say is a successful off season for the Cardinals? Uh, you'd have to get a catcher. Uh, I would, I, I would like them to get a starting pitcher and a reliever too. Um, and the nice thing is I think they have enough money to do maybe two of those things with money, and they have enough uh, young position players uh, to do the other one with the trade. So I, I want all three of those things. you got to be greedy. I mean, just look at the, the Phillies, and, and, you know, they got really far just by trying, you know, just by sign, signing guys and trying and trying to get better. And, you know, you can't just be like, well, we'll get into the playoffs and see how it works out. you got to keep trying to get better. So. I want all three of those things. If it is just the catcher, you know, and the guys that we talked about, I mean, do you feel like that's enough to to better this offense than what it was last season? Well, it was pretty good last season. But you're taking um, Albert Pujols out, too. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, I mean, if you put Murphy in there uh, and, and Jordan Walker, um, yeah, I think it'll be at least as good as last year is what I would say. Um, and, uh, and if, if I came through the season, the off season with Murphy and Carlos Rodon, uh, and you know, somebody like Kimbrell, even just, a you know, or Kenley Jansen or like an older, you know, reliever on a, on a short deal, I would feel really good. The, uh, the, the thing that's interesting uh, also about the schedule for the Cardinals is the balanced schedule is coming this year and they're no longer going to be able to feast on the pirates, uh, and some of the, uh, you know, the, the inside the division, uh, the, everyone plays everyone next year. So they may have to get better just to, you know, win the same amount of games Eno, um, because they're going to, they're going to play everybody. That's going to be a rough year. My apologies for interrupting. You know, we appreciate the time as always, man. We'll be reading your work all off season over at the athletic. And hopefully if the Cardinals make any significant moves, especially on the pitching side of things, we'd love to catch up with you again soon. All right. Thanks for having me.